Hey man, you wanna watch a movie? What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Semi Social Movie Club, episode one. I am one of your co hosts, Cody Wilson, and I am joined with my distinguished co host, right over here, Anthony Breitenberg. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I'm great. I'm glad we finally got this going, man. We've been talking about it for a while now, and uh, to get it off the ground, dude, and what a great first uh, episode to start off on. Something strong, you know? Something strong. We're talking Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat. 2021. You know, the the year's action flick, baby. Here we go. Dude, look, there's nothing but bangers coming out on HBO Max this year, all right? We had the Godzilla uh, Kong film, and then, you know, Mortal Kombat. But then, at the end of the year, dude, is it, it's either the end of this year. I think it might have been moved to next year. But regardless, fucking Matrix 4, dude. Yeah. Which, I'm look, part of me is not excited for because uh, I'm real concerned about how it's going to turn out. But also, it to everyone else's demise, it probably couldn't be worse than what they thought two and three were. But I didn't mind two and three. I do understand how cheesy they were, but I was still a fan. So I've still never seen Revelations. Is that part really? three? Yeah, yeah, never seen part three. So we'll future save episode uh, hint for all of you guys right here. But we'd like to you know welcome you to the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for. You know, allowing us into your ears, onto your streaming device, whether it be your phone, your laptop, however you listen to us. Maybe you're listening to an Alexa. If so, hey Alexa, play the new episode of Semi Social Movie Club. You know, just yeah, go for you're it. Welcome. It's already ready. I mean, you know, everything's uh, there's a lot of things taking up your time and your space these days, and uh, and we appreciate you letting us be one of those things. So hope to keep you entertained and keep you coming back. And so we we are happy to be here that's the best thing i can say it's been a minute since i've gotten to uh be part of a helm on a podcast so i'm actually really happy about it so i hope you guys are stoked to take this journey with us and be able to just watch some of these movies alongside with us uh, we'll try to give you some notice sometimes about what the next movie will be sometimes we're gonna have to surprise you and be like oh shit we got to watch this we hope you're ready uh, that's kind of what happened with this. Uh, just to give you a, a small little backstory. We talked about starting on Kong versus Godzilla, and we all just kind of ended up being a little bit busy and so much stuff going on, hell and back for you know the Earth. You know, maybe you forgot that there was a global pandemic going on, <laughs> and work is still busy for some of us because of it. So it's nice to be here sitting down now to actually talk Mortal Kombat. And that's where you'll benefit from following the socials. By the time this episode comes out, we will have multiple socials, um, an Instagram, probably a Facebook page, and you know we'll, we'll push out where to find those things. But as long as you're keeping up with the socials, you'll always have a little bit of an inkling to uh, you know what to go watch, what to keep up with the episodes, when new episodes come out, and all the updated information and everything. So, like I said, by the time this episode comes out, we'll, uh, you, know, you should have already listened to the promotion, and uh, maybe we'll plug a little thing on the back end of that so you can you you'll find where to follow us and keep up with everything and that's gonna be great and so like i said this week on the semi social movie club we are talking mortal Kombat. what look hands down we're the best fucking uh theme song still 
in my opinion, one of the most iconic theme songs. Bands still use clips and sound bits from any Mortal Kombat game, movie, anything to this damn day. And I'm never going to get tired of Mortal Kombat. Never. I'm going to be straightforward before we even get into our segments or anything. Is this the best movie I've ever seen? Absolutely not. No. Am I still happy with my time that I took to watch it? Yeah, because I was stoked to watch a Mortal Kombat movie, and that's what I got. So. Man, in the midst of watching it, <clears throat> I remember like I, actively thinking to myself, you know what? <sighs> this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I'm still having a good time. It, I don't know what I was expecting, but from all the trailers and everything, it, there was a sense of, like, I guess I had maybe a concept. And I knew that we're, of course, getting to watch those first seven minutes. I was yeah. like, that's a strong start, which, you know, really does uh, lead into my first note, was that one of the best introductions to a movie I've seen in a very long time. Incredible character setup, amazing character design. Um, you know, the ninja backstory was exactly what it should have been yeah. for a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, and it was, like I said, the, the first seven minutes had me pumped. And I yeah. was like, alright, this weekend when this movie comes out, I can't fucking wait, dude. See, and that's, I saw that the seven minutes were up. I'm in so many different group threads of friends, and they were all like, did you watch the first seven minutes yet? I know you're ready for this movie. And I was like, no. I was were like, you I saving wanna, it? I'm gonna go into this movie blind. Okay. I saw the first trailer. That was it. Yeah. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, dope it's Mortal Kombat I'm ready let's go that was it I was like nope and then they were like oh hey Sub Sub-Zero Scorpion seven minutes I was like I don't want to see it yet man I've been doing that a lot lately with a lot of films too is I've really been avoiding trailers because trailers just seem to be just the full synopsis of the film yeah. in like in a quick in a well, quick spat and I don't want anything to be ruined some of even the best visuals are ruined in a movie to where um, after you watch it you're like that was lackluster because I feel like I had already seen all the yeah. best parts and all the rest was just filler. Um, and that definitely, if you watch some of the extended trailers for this, some of the Red Band trailers, it it had some of that, but I don't think it gave away too much. I think there was okay. still a lot to be desired in the film that wasn't given away. Well, and my thing is, like, when you go on the, the grip of a trailer like that, like, I'm stoked for Army of the Dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Snyder dork forever. I haven't seen a movie by him that I just hated mm -hmm. i should say so it's one of those things of like i watched the first trailer and i was like fuck yes here we go and then i saw batista share hey new trailer go check it out so i go and watch the new trailer i'm like fuck yeah and then i started seeing some of the things that the zombies do and i was like oh this goes out of my realm of what i consider good zombies right fuck now i'm like less excited about this movie but then I sat there and I was like, God, I've waited for him to make another zombie movie for as long as I can think. I haven't seen just like an above and beyond zombie movie in a while. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. The cast still looks good. It looks like it's going to be absolutely hilarious. I'm ready. Like, even if it's not the zombies I wanted it to be, right. I'm still going to go into that movie happy. But if I would have not watched that second trailer... And then the first second I saw that happen in You'd the movie, pissed. I'd have turned it off. Yeah. But now I saw that second trailer and watched it. I was like, okay, like see, I'll still I'll still watch this movie because it's Snyder and see what's up. And I think that that's probably a, I, look. We'll get into it the more that we um, the more that we discover each other's kind of tropes with everything. Tro yeah, like to what you're because here's the thing with me, man, and with my movie history, I'm not 
profoundly a huge critic. It takes a lot to really offset me. And as I've gotten older, I guess I've become a little bit more critical on like my opinions. But for the most part, man, it takes a lot for me to just be like, all right, that film was dog shit. Because for yeah. the most part, like I'm really good at dis like suspending disbelief yeah. and being like okay if the story sucked and some of the other concepts stuck sucked and the maybe the like the trailing was a little slow or something i'm i can change my perspective and be like visually and for the budget fucking great you know yeah. like there was a lot of cool set pieces and a lot of cool character design um so it really takes a lot for me to just completely shove off a film and we'll yeah. learn that you know like i said what kind of what each other's expectations and bars are set with movies um so that leads me to my first question before we actually get into um the whole you know the, the review itself of mortal Kombat 2021 give us uh you know in a short sense why are you here? What is it about movies? Out of all the topics you could choose to do a podcast about, something you can come weekly and talk about, what is it that captured you in your in your most developmental stages of childhood that makes you want to talk about movies? I really, I think it's the escape. Like, uh, like I said, me and you had already been talking with another mutual friend about starting a video game show. Mm -hmm. We're all just extremely fucking busy on the days that we thought we'd be able to record. And so I was like, damn, I was really excited about getting back to a podcast. You know, I haven't got to do anything with my own company for a while. And I was like, fuck, man, like, I want to do something. I want to talk. Like, I got friends telling me all the time, like, hey, man, get the fuck back out there. Yeah. Do something. Talk about something. And I was like, well, shit, all I know is video games. And I was like, shit, what am I doing all the time? Like, the last thing I did with my own company was a fucking movie review series yeah. about James Bond. So I, was like, so I was like, fuck it. Like, yeah, if I can talk about old ass James Bond films in order of release to now right. and have fun doing it like fuck it why can't I do this now and like I sat there like listening to a show one day and like someone was just like man you know if you guys have an idea just get the fuck out there and do it quit fucking not doing it and I was like oh, yeah. shit yeah okay and so like I sat there and I was like man it'd be really dope to talk about this movie with somebody and so like my, my mom passed away back in January and I used to call and bug my mother Anytime I watched a movie or watched wrestling, mm -hmm. and I would call her and be like, oh, my God, you can't believe what happened. She'd be like, oh, what happened? And I'd tell her about a movie, and she'd be like, you talking about a fucking movie? Like, yeah. And she'd yeah. be like, God damn it. Yeah. And then she'd, We do this every time. Yeah. And like, I was like, how are you not ready for this by now? And so, like, once that happened, my girlfriend's at work and can't answer her phone. Mm -hmm. Most of my friends are at work and can't answer her phone. So I was like, well, shit, like, I get off before everybody else does. Well, then, yeah. If I just watch something cool, I want to talk about it. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, that would be really cool. So I called you that day, and you were like, fuck yeah. Like, let's do this. Like, yeah, why not? That takes, what, an hour and a half out of our day to watch a movie? And I was like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing that, like, no matter what we're doing or you're too busy for, I end every night with a fucking movie. Yeah. So if I'm not playing Warzone, I'm watching a movie. Right. Like, I'm always watching a movie. So what else does it mean to, like sit down and talk about it once a week. You know, talking about someone telling you to get out there and do something, uh, to mix movies and starting something, just doing a thing. Yeah. Uh, the reason this whole podcast studio exists, VVNC Studios, is because of Kevin Smith. Um, the very first podcast I ever listened to was a Smodco Productions. Hell yeah. It was, you know, Smodcast with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. And at the end of every Kevin Smith-produced thing... Um, you know, he's, which, you know, you get mixed reviews on, you know, 
Kevin Smith fans or Kevin Smith in general. Yeah. Um, I'm a fucking fan. I'm, I'm I know a USQ a lot of guy till the day I, I die. I love bro. USQ. Doesn't dude. matter. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, it, for whatever your opinion is on him, he did, you know, he always ends everything with like, go make a thing. And he's always like, no matter what you do, podcasts are free. Just go fucking do it. And I always wanted to. And finally, I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to quit fucking thinking about it and just do it. And now we have four, this being the fifth show of VVNC Studios. And I'm really excited to have started this one with you. So thank you for giving me your time. I fucking love movies. And uh, so that takes me to, like, why I'm here is because when I was young, it was, as you said, an escape. Yeah. You know, uh, had a, a bit of a rough upbringing, but movies were always something that I could get away into. It takes you to yeah. that other world. You know, it takes you to that that whatever realm the movie's in. To this day, I will match movies with. Uh, I'll, I'll get moods. You know. I'll have a feeling, and like this week, you know, one week in particular, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling adventurous. I want to scale shit. I want to go into the jungle. So I will play Uncharted, and I will watch Indiana Jones. Yeah. And I'll put them together, you know, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll want to feel futuristic, and so I'll play Cyberpunk, and then I will watch Blade Runner. Yeah. You know, and I put the two together. But whenever well, I was younger, um, my stepmom, she worked at this local video store called Silver Screen uh, Video fuck in yeah. town. And I remember during the summers, I would get to go in with her and on a Friday... And then on, during the summer, new releases came out on what, like t- Friday at one point, but yeah, I think it was like Tuesday. Switch the Tuesdays. Tuesdays. And so we'd go in, and of course you'd be in there, like you'd go in, yep. and fucking nine o'clock in the morning, you'd open the store, and then you'd get the popcorn going, and then you would pull out the new releases, and then you'd look at all the new films, and yep. then you would take the returns and you'd put them up. And then I just got to walk around the store putting up like the, the returns, putting the movies back, and then making space for the new releases. And then we got first dibs on new releases. So I'd get to take a stack of movies home we need to get you guys acquainted with us how we think and just so you're clear we both have severe adhd so it's just gonna keep going sometimes (laughs) if you you don't like to listen to people talk well first off why are you listening to podcasts exactly and then uh yeah and we will get straight to the point but uh like i said yeah we just needed to let everyone know and please let us know like you know in the socials Hit us back with, like, what gets you into movies? What got you into movies? What brings you back to movies? Yeah. What's your favorite theater experience? Do you like the theater? Do you not like the theater? Are you happy with the way things are going these days with, like, stay-at-home shit? Because a lot of people yeah, have lot of people completely like given up the theater. Yeah. And I'm that guy who will still go see 1993 Jurassic Park for $5 tickets oh, hell just yeah. to get out and go to the theater. Because yeah. as much as the theater experience does cripple me sometimes, I just don't want to see theaters completely go out of business. I yeah. just want to have that option for experience. Just to bring this up, we had an episode of the Pack of Geeks podcast where Richard goes, you know, it would be really weird if movie theaters disappeared. Actually, I think it was Nick that said that. And Richard goes, no, nah, I think it would just take something in the world to happen for movie theaters to go away. Yeah. Like and COVID? literally, COVID happened and we had so many friends that worked in the movie theater industry. And we were like, oh, no. And that was the first thing Richard thought of. He goes, I need to go clip that episode and clip that segment out so I can have that pinned to my Twitter at all times. Well, you know, and the scary thing is is that it wasn't wasn't the pandemic about not going out socially because that killed a lot of businesses. Yeah. The problem that ensued with that was, and I don't want to say problem because I just took advantage of it 
during the Mortal Kombat release is companies like HBO and mm-hmm. WB saying, okay, every single blockbuster hit that comes out this year will be released same day for yeah. free. Well, not for free, but for the subscription service yeah. uh, on streaming services. And that that really does a number because why yeah. would you go spend 60 fucking dollars to go watch a movie when you can literally watch it at home the same night that it releases and have the luxury of your home the comfort yep. you can fall asleep it took me three nights to watch godzilla and king kong not because it was a terrible movie although there were some wasn't ridiculous the best parts but i just you know sometimes i'm real fucking tired it takes yep. me a few times and i'm glad i despise when I go to the movies and I'm so fucking wrecked that I end up falling asleep. Yep. I'm like, wow, I just wasted so much money. Now I gotta wait till it comes out on demand or yep. on video so I can watch it again, you know? Well, and that I hate that. But it really I was scared too. I was really scared for theaters, man. I think after I watched Mortal Kombat in the theaters mm-hmm. this weekend, I think I do miss the theater. Yeah, it got you and it got you it got you pumped, man. Yeah. It was a big blockbuster it's film, like, dude. I was excited. Now I'm gonna be one hundred percent serious. There was a there was a good amount of people there. Yeah, and I'm still not I'm not going to be going to a bar anytime right. soon. Right, and so being around a lot of people, like that was Mortal Kombat. Dude, Black Widow is in like a month and a half. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna pay the thirty dollars on Disney Plus. Yeah, and watch it because fuck that movie's gonna be full. Yeah, it and is. it kind of scares me. Of it how is. Full I didn't even realize be. that that's coming out soon. I thought that was still in production, so, but it's already about to come. Yeah, and, final trailer's know. already out, man. Mm, yeah, I, that will be an at-home thing, and I don't even know if I'll pay to watch that one. Uh, but here's the thing: like, I love Marvel and everything, but like, and and WandaVision was great. Yep. I still need to start uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is it? Have you watched it? So fucking good. Okay, well, I'll start it tonight. I'll start Absolutely it tonight. Absolutely. I'll start it tonight. But we'll get into the we'll yeah, get into the we'll show. We'll get into that later. Anyways. Fucking 40 minutes later, we'll get in the show. Yeah. Let's start with the <laughs> snack segment. Okay, what do you want? Cheerios. Cheerios, they don't got Cheerios. What else? Lasagna. Lasagna? What the hell's the matter with you? We'll take uh, hotcakes and sausage. Woo! All right, so uh, what did you have, my friend? So, luckily, like I said, I was at a movie theater. Um, the you downfall. Just had, you just had three pints of beer. I did because <laughs> the downfall was the fucking app that they wanted you to use to order your food wouldn't work. So the bartender was taking our order, but we could only order what her app would load. <laughs> so like and so it loaded part of the appetizers menu. And so we had a buddy get a bucket of popcorn. I got pretzel bites, and I had a buddy get mozzarella sticks, and we got a thing of fries. To just kind of roll around and share. And so, like I said, this was at a movie tavern. So just like you said, Alamo Draft House style. Right. I paid $13.95 for this giant-ass glass of beer. And we were talking about the cup beforehand. I didn't understand how much beer was going to fit into it until I worked at a brewery. I was like, it is taking her a long time to fill that cup up. And it just kept going. And I was like, oh, no. And I looked at her and went, how many pints is that? She goes, about three and a half. Enough. And I was like, <laughs> and for how much? She was like thirteen ninety five. I was like, holy shit, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Let's go. And so I had that and some pretzel bites and some fries, man. Hell yeah, you're <laughs> like, lady, my... I have two hands. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was my that was my snackage for the whole movie. My pretzel bites were absolutely subpar. Um, the mozzarella stick, I had one of those. That was actually really fucking good. I'll give them Hell that. Yeah. Uh, the fries just. <laughs> 
<laughs> tasted like I was at a county fair. Um, there, there's some hit or miss things, man. I have yeah. a, fan, I had a fantastic portobello mushroom burger there one oh. time. Yeah, really good. Like I said, they do some things that are like a little, you know, a little, little spiced yeah. up artisanal and stuff, and then some things are kind of run in the mill. But you and know, I it's love a, their chicken sandwich that they have. Oh, yeah. absolutely adore it. Oh, yeah. But it wouldn't load, so we couldn't fucking order. <laughs> and you're like, can I just tell you? Can I just? Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. I was like, hey, like you have a POS right there. Just click right. chicken sandwich. Right. <laughs> right. I'll just. Can I just tell you, please? Because you have it. It's just not letting me load yeah. it. So what did you eat, man? Uh, so mine, of course, you... like I said, we did it at home. Yeah. We did the HBO Max thing, and so I had the luxury of picking up dinner before I watched the movie. And so my snack for Mortal Kombat, um, I actually had a full Popeyes three-piece box. All right, so I had this <laughs> the spicy the spicy three piece. Uh, oh, with I would have done the same thing. Well, I had an extra coleslaw because coleslaw is fucking banger. Thank and you. You put a little bit of little well, more than is necessary pepper on it. All right, yeah. black pepper, a little bit of salt. I'm the same way. Hell yeah, dude. There's and the mashed potatoes and gravy. There's no such thing as too much. What I love adding a lot a lot of pepper to is coleslaw and fucking mcdonald's or burger king ketchup when i'm about to yep. eat fries all right um and then for a little snack afterwards after i gorge myself on that with you got to have the black peppercorn ranch sauce with it all yeah, right that's just me to. and then uh finished it up with a uh, nutty buddy and so the way i love to eat nutty buddies is you know to pull each segment apart what kind of fucking monster are you <laughs> dissecting <laughs> a nutty buddy <laughs> you know like some way. people you know, some people eat you know the string cheese they pull it apart and then some people just go for it i'm you sure most humans a nutty buddy to fucking string cheese. i'm sure most people just dive oh, right in at you know shit. especially almost 30 years old by now you should have stopped all weird antics for eating i still will never eat a nutty buddy without pulling each segment apart <laughs> licking the fucking peanut butter off of it then eating the wafer and then going in for the next one and i get eight of those because there's two so <laughs> yeah. you know and so that takes up a good 15 minutes of oh film my time God. um and so yeah mine was a, a popeye's three-piece box dinner set with a high c to drink Hell and yeah. then a a nutty buddy to finish it off fair so that got me through the whole movie man so, so that, that was, was my snacks yeah. that's the snackage of the week uh so we'll keep doing those every week for every movie that we watch what do we eat what do we drink um eventually we're going to do rankings of movie theater candies and like stuff like that. Um, just because we need you to know that Bunch of Crunch may never be beaten um, when it comes to a movie theater. But at the same time, I would argue that there are better things. So we'll have to find out. See oh, yeah. where the ranking things ends. that you can buy at the Dollar General and take in on your own <laughs> before you what, get in there. <laughs> would you or would you not check under my hat? Right. For an entire McDonald's Happy Meal. Cargo <laughs> pants and purses at theaters are not allowed anymore because of these reasons. Yeah, well, well, I, I would think it would probably be other reasons than that. But yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay, that's true. <laughs> so, we're moving on to the review of this movie. Uh, finally. finally. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, depending on how this episode is edited, you could be hearing this really quickly. Or you could be hearing it really late. No, no, no. They're so. going to hear all of this. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. So We already talked about the opening scene. Yeah, all right? so Mortal Kombat. You've already heard about the opening scene. Um, Hanzo and Bihan. Just going at it. I think I want to say my absolute favorite fucking thing about the opening scene is the fact that they're talking to each other and then <laughs> Hanzo going, I don't know what you're saying to me. 
all I know is I'm going to kill you. Were, that was, were they speaking different languages? Yeah, because because Sub Zero speaks Chinese, and then the, and, and the Scorpion sings yeah speaks Japanese. Okay, and I didn't catch that. Like even in the subtitles, yeah, because um, like, I, I wasn't those, paying attention. On the subtitles in theaters, it said in parentheses Chinese, Chinese and Japanese, Japanese. And he was like, and I, was I don't like, know what you're hilarious. saying. Yeah, it's like I don't know what you're saying, and I was like. Holy shit! <laughs> like, yeah, dude. What? My favorite so, part of the intro was, of course, you knew it when his wife stuck the fucking kunai into yeah. the ground, and you're like, "That's it." But when he comes back and wraps that rope around it, dude, yep. the concept of just a good old fashioned rope and original kunai mm-hmm. was the fucking best. And the choreography of that entire scene, like after he picks up that kunai and wraps it around, that entire scene set the precedence for the whole movie. Yeah. I was like. All right, that's Scorpion. That's my fucking dude. Hanzo's the shit, and give it all to me. Yeah. I really hate that, like, we'll go ahead and just through the whole, skip to the end at this part, but I hate that he was in the movie just in the beginning yeah, and just at, at the, the end. end. But it was enough for me to be like, that sold the whole fucking film. I didn't my. care what was happening in between. If the whole movie sucked, I was like, just the beginning and the end is enough for me to be like, I'm sold. Because that Scorpion, of course, is like, I, I feel so cliche saying he's my favorite character because he's also no. Netherrealm's favorite character. Yeah. That's why they put him on the fucking well, front of every box. I told someone the other day, someone asked me, who do you play in Mortal Kombat when you play? I was like, dude, I don't get to play in Mortal Kombat that often anymore. Yeah. But every time I do, I choose Scorpion or Sub-Zero. It's going to be Scorpion, dude. It's, it's going like, to be Scorpion. I choose and one of the ninjas that. because when I was a kid, when you're know, when you five years old and you're allowed to play Mortal Kombat, you're going to go, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are my favorite. Yep. Hell yeah, they still are to this day. Why? Because you still overhype them for every reason you possible. Of towel, course I'm going to like them. You fold the towel, you put it around your neck, and then you put the belt over the yeah. towel, all right? And you put something over your face like a t-shirt, and you're fucking scorpion instantly, yeah, dude. dude. Get over here! And so, it's man, it's one of those things like... I This goes back to the discussion about movie trailers. I could have swore to God half of this movie was going to be Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. I thought so, too. I mean, and that's so, the whole promotional thing is, like, yeah. half their faces. And so I was like, fuck, going to be a lot of ninja action in this movie. I'm ready. No, not so much. There was only the first seven and a half minutes and then the last maybe seven and a half minutes. Yeah. I think both of, like, Sub-Zero got a lot of screen he time. He did. He did. But he didn't really do a lot. He did in the sense of, like, they wanted to be like, guess what, bitch? He's Sub-Zero. He freezes shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a gimmick. I get it. Like, it's, that's his thing. But, like, man, did they just make him Slender Man through half of the movie. Well, do you think that, yeah, just that ominous presence? Yeah. Well, do you think that with the world of Mortal Kombat, they have the luxury of bringing people back. You know, you can, yeah. you can bring people back from the dead. Do you think that he's, do you think he's done, though? Dude, he signed on for four more movies. Oh, fuck, so, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, he's definitely the character himself, or the, then, the actor himself, given the succession, like well, if this movie succeeded in what Warner Brothers thought was, you know, successful, um, if it met their goals, he had already preemptively signed on yeah. for four more films. So, yeah, you're right. He didn't sign on for a different fucking because, character. As everybody says, WB doesn't know how to make standalone movies anymore. Everything has to be a franchise. It's got to be a franchise. So, yeah, we're still waiting on the rest of those fucking Harry Potter films. <laughs> Bro, you know, you. this might be controversial. I don't know if it is. You did my boy Johnny Depp wrong. And you're keeping Amber Heard. You're not firing her. Yeah. Like, I don't... I still don't truly understand every single fucking thing that happened in that whole thing. 
I just know that it doesn't seem right. Like at this point, just fire both of them. Well, you know, you know, like no, keep, I don't, I don't n- know. Nobody's nobody's given a shit about Amber Heard their entire life. Yeah. Like we have Johnny Depp. He's literally played the most influential characters of some of the yeah. greatest films of of like my yeah, if you're like childhood, my yeah. childhood, and like my upbringing. Like he's played literally almost. Every fucking main. I'm looking character. at a Johnny Depp poster in your studio it's, right now. It's right here, dude. It's and him so playing it's, the piano because yeah. he's he's look. He's one of the idols of our time. And so, like, it's one of those things that's like, am I happy that Mads Mikkelsen is taking over as Grindelwald? Sure, I love Mads Mikkelsen. Is he? I but didn't read that. Yeah, but it's one of those things that it's just you know we're getting off topic for WB. Yeah. Well, you know it's Mortal Kombat, it's WB, but uh. You know, it's one of those things of, like, everything's got to be a franchise. Harry Potter ended, and they're like, fuck, we're losing money. How do we we make more more of it? Guess what you do? You go, hey, remember that little, like, book you made about Beast and them being fantastic? Can we turn this into a fucking movie? There's going to be an entire Quidditch series next. Oh, dude. I made the joke. I went, history of Quidditch movie coming next, baby. We're just going to get an entire movie that's nothing but Quidditch tournaments over and over. You heard I think they're making a... I think they're officially making another film based off the the eighth book. The The Cursed Child. The Cursed Child. See, that would be good. Which none of the characters, none of the original people want to return. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Daniel Emma Watson retired from acting. Yeah, she did. She did, man. And it's... And it's like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, we'll get into Harry Potter later. Because yeah. those are movies that I I truly adore. You know, fuck J.K. Rowling. But I literally those movies watched, I adore. Yeah. Look, all right, so after that whole thing, yeah, of course, fuck J.K. Rowling. But the Harry Potter franchise is something that we watch annually. Yeah. We usually start it around Christmas because the first two movies have, like, that Christmas vibe. Yeah. And then we finish them about maybe February and we go through. So... But to to bring it back to good old MK twenty twenty one, um, what did you feel about the story, man? Uh, that's actually you know right here in my notes. This uh, the whole intro and I guess the whole movie in general, except for the fact that it didn't primarily have, aside from his ancestor, which we'll get into that as far as his whole. My name's the, Cole. Yeah. I know how to hurt people. Jesus Christ. That is one of my biggest qualms of the movie. But besides that, the story, the concept loosely follows the animated Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, which I watched yeah. after the seven minute. I had never watched it before. I wanted it's to. A good movie. But I watched it after the seven minute thing, and I watched it right before watching the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a, a great animated film. Bloody, gory. Um, it's fantastic. It's all about fucking, all about Scorpion. Quan Chi, it, spoiler alerts. All right, that was your second to cut off. Spoiler <laughs> alerts. Um, <laughs> Quan Chi, you know, deceives Hanzo and he imitates uh, Sub-Zero and kills his family, does all, you know, and, and, and comes after him. And for all for the Lin Kuei, you know, and... It, this movie follows that same concept, so it was cool watching that animated film and then watching this one, which is like the live-action version of it. Um, it was really good. The story, my issues, I know that there are preemptively supposed there may be four more films, yeah. but the story wasn't great because Cole was such a lacking character. Yeah. I didn't like him. I didn't give a shit about him. Even when he figured out his arcana, it was terrible. His 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 superpower was getting his ass kicked. And <laughs> he was a terrible... How are you an MMA world champion 
And all I see happen to you in the movie <laughs> is you get your fucking ass handed. You're getting to rocked. You. And then for him to be a descendant of what was in the movie predicated as the best ninja, like the most incredible ninja of all history, and you get your shit kicked in for 200 yeah. bucks every other week as an MMA fighter. Bro. Like, I didn't care about him at all. Yeah. And so I didn't care about that storyline. Well, I, mean, I did want to see more Scorpio and Sub Zero, but, um, and then I also, I really would have liked, like, let's say that they don't make another movie, and let's say that this was the only one. There was no Mortal Kombat. There yeah. was no tournament. Well, I, I wanted I to see that they were it leading was, up to. It, and let's hope that it is because it was all them going. Uh, you know, it was all them. What Shang Tsung like sending everyone out to yeah. kill the the Earth Realm contenders before Mortal Kombat actually ensues. But there was no tournament in this yeah. whole movie. There was no fucking actual legitimate tournament in the entire film yeah. and the only thing that we can hope for is that the movie was successful enough that they that we do get a tournament. More, that we get a tournament and that was kind of and they've already killed off some of the greatest aspects like Goro and yeah and well like you brought up earlier you can just bring people back exactly it's you Mortal can. Kombat yeah um, if Nether Realm can restart a universe guess what we could probably do it in a movie too <laughs> right yeah. um but no I think that um you know, I love the actor that played Scorpion. Literally, one of my favorite actors. He was the oldest actor to portray Scorpion at fifty-eight years old. Yeah, and the, I'm sure he. Well, I'm going to say I'm sure he didn't do all his choreography, but knowing no. that he was also the he knew of that first link. The two, um, the the characters that played Kung Lao and uh, Liu Kang were actually. Actors that were a member of the Jackie Chan family, yeah, that did a lot of the like Jackie Chan stunt choreography. Yeah, and, everything. and, I, and a lot of people gave them shit for their bad acting. Oh, I think you. I thought that this Liu Kang was look the Liu Kang from the '90s films was amazing, and yeah. at that time, that was my only like my oh, only concept of Liu Kang. That's who. That and at the time, that I was thought the that perfect this Liu Kang was fucking great. Yeah, I really liked him a lot. Hiroyuki Sonata. Everything that I have ever seen Hiroyuki in, I have loved. Um, like, legit. Like, oh, he, I forgot he was he, in the Wolverine. He was the Silver Samurai. Yeah. But they they never called him that because it was, you know, his dad was Silver Samurai. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. But it's like, dude, like, he is he's amazing. Sunshine is a brilliant movie. Okay. The Wolverine is to not a bad movie. To get off topic real quick. Um, I had just recently I've been playing you know, like I said, I do my I do my like my my mood things, right? Yeah. And so I've been playing uh Dead Space again. Hell yeah. Through. Fantastic franchise. But also I've been watching movies like Event Horizon, yeah. Alien, to get that thing. And one of the movies recommended was Sunshine. I haven't watched that yet. It is fantastic. Is it? Because it is brilliant. Okay, well then I'll go watch that soon. And knowing he's um, in it now entices yeah. me more to want to go like, watch it. When I was watching Avengers Endgame, Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much I popped in the movie theater. Big Hiroyuki, oh, fuck. Like, he's in it for maybe fucking 35, 40 seconds. Yeah. I marked the fuck out like it was a fucking sport event, bro. <laughs> like, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I loved it. Like, I was like, holy shit, I get to see. Because one of my favorite characters for Avengers is Ronan and Hawkeye yeah. in general. And so I was like, yes. 
Fuck yes. And like, I wish it would have been longer. It's like, you know, he's got stuff on his list that it's it's not great. But it's like, you know, Lost was a big part of my end of my high school, beginning of college. Speed Racer, I Speed still Racer. love to this day. Like, Sunshine, like I said, beautiful from start to finish. Like, they couldn't have got someone and that I probably loved more the to most, play a character. The most... Except, I will say, if they would have made Brian T fucking Sub-Zero or Scorpion, yeah. I'd have lost my goddamn shit. Hell yeah. Because he's still in my favorite top three actors of all time. And everyone's like, Brian T, really? I'm like, dude, don't you talk shit about the Shredder like that, okay? And his most profound role is he did a little stint on the series What's New Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So, you all know. Uh, so, yeah, Sonata is just a, a fantastic... Yeah, and like that was, hands down, the the best and, depiction of Scorpion. And that's not taking anything away from Joe Taslam being Sub-Zero. Right. He did a great job. He and did. In my, my right of saying Sub-Zero. Um, let's just get it real. Louis Tan, my guy. I know you're a good actor. The fuck you should have questioned that script when it was handed to you. <laughs> a little bit. So I'm the I'm the descendant of this entire clan. Yes. And I just need to take an ass whoop in the whole movie. Pretty much, man, we're just gonna let you get your ass whooped and then in the last minute you're gonna be doing really good. You're just gonna But then your great 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 grandfather is actually gonna finish the fight. You're actually not yeah. gonna do anything. Well you're just gonna fist punch ice, ice. <laughs> for <laughs> well, look, here's my issue with his 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 arcana also and uh it's, it's in my notes here that i'll just cut to right now man his suit was like it was like an aquaman licensed halloween suit yeah that we're gonna see this holiday like whenever in october <laughs> when all the mortal Kombat shit starts oh, rolling man. out because even sub-zero had like the molded cowl on yep. the top and i didn't like that a whole lot yeah i wasn't a big fan of that because you could see it was kind of like this 90s it, it weird power ranger cheap suit yeah and i wasn't a fan of it but the rest of the outfit kind of brought it together yeah but with cole's that was it, bro. Whatever he that was, dude, even even his <laughs> motherfucker gloves, looked like Under Armour sponsored him for ten fucking minutes, and they got a dude, t-shirt out of it. <laughs> even his fucking gloves, like cut off at the fingers, like MMA gloves, and then he just I don't I don't know, man. Yeah. This, the character it threw was, me off. The suit threw me off. And the only thing I don't like is that if the if the series does proceed, that he's going to be an ongoing character. And I hope that maybe WB like takes the criticism from that, and yeah. that I'm not the only one that thinks that well, and, and think, moves forward because he was really I just. Didn't give a shit. I think they'll add to it is what they'll do. Uh, I think my downfall with Cole and his entire part of the story, which is the whole fucking plot, <laughs> um, is we're just supposed to guess that this it, is his fucking kid. It didn't say it until and this is his way wife. later. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes in. He's like, oh, need to go talk to your mother. Okay. Are you dating her mom? Is that your kid? What? Like, cool. If it's your stepchild, tell me. If it's your actual child, just tell me. The fact that, like, it's his kid. Like, he gave birth to that kid. Yeah. You didn't tell me that that was his fucking child. You just, like, who's your ring? Oh, who's yeah, your yeah. ringside? He points at her and she goes, Sup. And it, he goes, Huh. Are you for, are you serious? Yeah. It's it like, took me a cool. while to be like, tell you. And then he's even like, my Let's wife. Go talk to your mom. And I'm like, Oh, are they dating? And then you realize they're fucking married. They've been married. They birthed this kid together. It's like, Ah, man, that would have been a good setup to know that, like, hey, man, my kid's going to be my ringside Well, she says in the beginning, the the wife, she's like, you know, I don't watch him fight anymore. And I was like, 
I, I don't know why the age difference like looked any different, but I was like, oh, that must be his mom. Yeah. And then no, later, I legit, I was like, that's his mom. Then whenever they end up at the the like the ice cream shop or the, you know the little uh, diner or whatever, yeah. and then I was like, oh, that must be his little sister. Yeah. And then the mom comes legit. up, but then they kiss, and I was like, okay, fuck. So I'm guessing this is his kid. And then yep. that's the wife, and it was just so confusing. Yep. But I still didn't give a shit. <laughs> and then my favorite thing is how, <laughs> to, to let you know that Sub-Zero is in the house, it just starts fucking snowing in fucking New Jersey, baby. <laughs> and it's like, Dad, look at the snow. And it's like, oh, does it not do that in Jersey? Because right. I didn't fucking know. Like, like, what the fuck? And I guess they might not have been in Jersey. They might have been in fucking California for all I can right. remember. But it's like... That's how much you told me about the movie that I remember where they were. And it's like, I told I told my friends going in, well, they I'm could- looking for video game characters, I'm looking for action, I'm looking for fatalities, and I'm looking for cheesy-ass one-liners. Right. I didn't get, I told them, I went, I don't give a shit about the story. There's a part of me that gave a shit about yeah. the story. Which they must have been in New Jersey because, or I, I guess, because then when Jax told him to go to Gary, Indiana, which stuck with me because I was like, why the fuck would you pick Gary, Indiana? <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> but then at the end of the movie, he says, uh, Cole's like, I'm going to Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but the, um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, I guess they they must have been uh, somewhere like a, they had to be somewhere closer yeah. to like Indiana, which would have been well, maybe on the east, like or what? Yeah, East Coast. And I like the fact that when Sub Zero shows up, like I said, it starts raining the ice. He's controlling the ice going yeah. up. Yeah, that was cool. But the fact that Jax is like, get in the fucking car, call. Yeah. And this dude is like, okay, sounds great. And then he just goes, take my car, find Sonya Blade. Here's the address. Why? Because she can help you. And then fucking Jax just gets out of the car like he's seen this motherfucker a million times and brings a gun. Yeah, right. And it's like, okay, you're trying to find Cole because someone is hunting Cole, which means you know who this motherfucker that's throwing ice at an entire city is. Or and you, you brought a gun that you knew he could freeze. Or you don't know... And I still wouldn't put my fucking odds up against some dude in a ninja suit making it snow. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's not going to be the last thing out of my fucking... It's like, dude, like, oh, dude, like... Because, like, they go back into, like, Jax's military history and stuff. It's like, bro, I don't give a shit how much... Like, if I served eight tours, I'm not going to get out of the car with a motherfucker that's freezing land and right. then throwing it into the air. I'm going to go, you know what? No, they didn't pay me enough for this. Right. I'm gone. And so... It's one of those things I was like, dude, this motherfucker's being ballsy, but I know it's because we're leading to a fight. We gotta get I, to the fight I don't somehow. Wanna, I don't want to eat into our Easter egg segment, but I will go ahead and throw this one out a little early because it just fits so well with it, exactly what we're talking about. Right before Sub-Zero performs his fucking arm freezing and rips mm-hmm. Jax's arms off, um, on the wall in the background, there's actually, it says, there's a little graffiti, and it says, down, left, plus LR. Really? And that's Sub-Zero. fatality? Yeah, well, it's his it's his freezing move that oh, he does. okay. And so in the game, yeah, that's Shit. a little Easter egg that's in the background. And I had to watch it again to catch that. Oh, and yeah. I was looking, and I was like, what's that in the back? And I noticed the graffiti, and it was the fucking code for that move. And Hell I was like, yes. that's dope, dude. So, But yeah, and so, you know, you would think that we're 
not, you know, we're pretty far into the movie. Psych, jokes on fucking you. This movie's just fast-paced as shit. <laughs> it keeps going. And that, which I will say this, well-paced. They kept it going. Now, did the transitions and cuts make a lot of fucking sense? Yeah. No, because at one second, Kano's a fucking bad guy. He's tied up. Sonya hates him. Next second, best friend. He's good again. And go. then he goes, and which you you know is going to go south because you're yeah. like, Kano is not a good guy. It's yeah. going to go south. So it did confuse me when he starts and like, I'll do what they want me to I do. I get when they said, because originally they were like, you know, we didn't put Johnny Cage in this game because, or in this movie. Because we didn't want too much comic relief. First off, you can somebody can fact check me. I watch this. I don't remember Johnny Cage being in the first game. I remember him being in MK2. So I was like, that's a nice little nod that if they don't put him in the first game, they he's put in him the in the second. second movie. He's in the first movie. They just put him in the second. Kano and carried this film. Kano put this film on his fucking back. And he absolutely the best, killed it. Best line Josh in the whole film Lawson was, is a fucking saint yes. for carrying this entire project on his back. Best best fucking line in the whole movie was Laser Beams? Way fucking better than pussy fireballs yep. or some frisbee hat. <laughs> Bro, like every time he opened his mouth. I was laughing my fucking ass off. It was gold, Just dude. like, and everyone can be like, oh, it was like sexist bullshit, or it was this. Okay, have you played Mortal Kombat? Have you seen Kano? <laughs> like, right, That's exactly, his whole dude. gimmick. That's his and thing. so, it was like, I can now see, and especially when they introduced Cabal. And like, Cabal was great. You know, we haven't really said this, but fucking spoiler alert, we're talking a review for the movie. But like, you know, like, when Cabal shows up and he's like, he's a fucking like... You know, piece of shit, low life motherfucker. You're, You're gonna, gonna love him. him. <laughs> and it's like, it was hilarious. And it's like when they said there's too many comedic characters. Yeah. They literally just meant that Kano and Cabal carried the fucking comedy in this movie all for our viewing pleasure. Well, man, I think a lot of people forget that there are those, like, especially in the later games. Um, not in the early ones, but much more in like after MK nine, ten, eleven. Well, I think I think the there's that there's that moment where a character walks up and they say say something. the one line. You know, they say their one liner, and I think a lot of people forget that, and they yeah. were cheesy as fuck. They are, and it's a video game movie. Yeah. So many video game movies get shit for being bad films, but I'm like. I don't know if that's the critic world that doesn't play video games that are rating them as bad movies, or if it's the video game world that is rating it as a bad adaptation, but it's yeah. like, look, a game, 90 hours, not the same thing. A movie, hour and a half. You're not going to put all this world and lore and depth yeah, into it. You've got to adapt it as best as Especially you can. Especially when you're so WB and you're trying to build right. a universe with four more movies. I think people are really harsh on video game movies. For the most part. And yeah. like I said, again, I'm not a very good scale because I'm not as, as critical as most people. But I think you have to remember things like that. Like, some of the shit that they said in this movie in the comic relief was yeah. based on the... Th if you thought those were comic reliefs, one whole film with fucking Johnny Cage. Even the... Who played who played Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge film? Joe McHale. Yeah. Okay, if you don't think that that's like the, perfect. the most fucking comic relief, then... I don't know what you were expecting otherwise. Yeah. Because this film, like, I thought it had just enough. Yeah. I thought it had just enough. And I, and that's my thing. Is I think, like I said, It's Josh not a Lawson, horror film. No. It's a fighting film. Yeah. Josh Lawson carried this fucking universe on its back. And you know what? If he has to continue to do that, 
for the next foreseeable films, I'm happy. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's not to take anything away from like these other actors like I'm saying, like it's just like Jessica McName did the best that she could with the character she was given. It's Sonya Blade. You're yeah. playing a military ass kicker. Like yeah. that's your that is your job. Which, they tried to add character to some of these people, like which she gave me one of my favorite one liners ever. Like, are you really gonna pay him money? No, I live no, in a shithole like this. Do you really hole. think I can fucking pay him money? <laughs> fucking great. I love it. Yeah, but then like you go back to you know, like you said, like with Ludi Lin and uh, Max Hung. These are guys that they are not from what I understand, trained actors. They are martial artists. Martial artists. They are trained with Stunt. that Chinese circus mentality, which is, in case y'all don't know, that is where Jackie Chan and all them come from, was mm-hmm. the Chinese circus, and then they started their own thing. That's done. It's still, Jackie still trains them that way. Dude, if you're trained Chinese circus-wise, you are trained like a fucking machine. Oh, yeah. And it's like, the last thing that they are trying to get you to do is be a fucking Oscar-winning actor. Right. They want you to take a fucking kick, take a punch to the face. You're not throwing a punch. This is not WWE to where you're going to learn to throw punches. Jackie Chan is going to kick you in the fucking face. You're going <laughs> to hit the ground, and you're going to go, yes, sir, no, sir, yeah, right. sorry, sir. That is your life. And, like, if these are guys that are brought up in that scene, they're going to be fucking great at what they do. They're going to hit their moves perfect. They're going to be great. They're going to do their own stunts. They're not gonna give you an oscar winning performance like it's just said, not gonna I, happen I, I still thought that i still thought that they delivered well man i yeah. really liked luke Kang. i thought like his physique like, was great yeah. his character was great um and i didn't really have many qualms with those characters no. like, they really didn't bother me they were much. they they kind of felt like i think a lot of people still feel them as the main characters of mortal Kombat. <laughs> And right. they were kind of thrown to the back burner. And here. it was because, like, you go from the '90s films from being Liu Kang as the center, and yeah. then, and then Kung Lao wasn't even in the fucking other movies yeah. except for to die. And, and yeah, and so, so it's. I think you, you people had a big precedence, and especially replacing such a strong character from the '90s like Liu Kang with Cole. Like, I can see the disappointment. Yeah, and you know, I bring up the the process of a of Chin Han playing Shang Tsung. And it's like, bro, he's you know he's been in anything and everything for years. He's he is an actor that you hire. We'll go back when up. You need stuff. Go back up. Named one of Asia's twenty-five greatest, greatest actors, actors of, of all time. time. And it's like you know, and then that's the thing is, in Asian movies, he, dude, he's a god. Yeah, he really is. But then you see him in America, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's that character actor. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's the guy from Dark Knight. That's the guy from this movie that he's in it for 15 minutes. Right. That seems to happen over here a lot because people are like, you're a character actor here. Yeah, man, you're an award-winning actor back home. Here, we're going to use you as a character actor. Well, that even happened, and, to, that even happened to Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, he, wasn't, he wasn't sought after over here. And then he went back home, and of course you didn't have social media like you, do, you, like, yeah. you like you do now. But he went back home, and he was the biggest fucking thing. Yeah. And everybody loved Bruce and Lee there, and he was like, "I'm way more loved and adored here than I am in America. I'm just a fucking character yeah. actor over there." It's stuff like that. Like he did a great fucking job as Shang Tsung. Like I thought he looked intimidating. He looked like a guy. Shang Tsung is, you know, it's not like he's 
the most ass kicking motherfucker on right. the planet. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, yeah. suck your even, soul even out. Even in the original movies, know. like he he's the dude that sits in the chair. Like he's he's overseeing everything and yeah, he'll suck your soul out. Yeah. But like he's Your he, soul is, is mine. Like just done. That's all I wanted to hear from Singles in the whole movie. I got that. Pulled it off. Great. It's like cool. Yeah. Even Cabal being like, Oh, he's gonna yeah. suck his soul this, out. This is the best part. I Watch love this. Screams. Oh like holy shit. <laughs> like it's great. Like you, you know, I'm looking at this acting list right now and it's just like there's there's no one bad like now let's get real they did some characters dirty like like cc stringer she probably signed on to this being like hell yes playing melina here we go mel johnson playing natara yeah, let's just get real. They were both thrown to the fucking side. And Melina, not yeah, she didn't again. get to do a whole lot. Like man. Natara she, was there as fucking fatality filler. Yeah, Melina did not get no. enough. Un- a lot of the characters they they focused hard. I think they put some of the characters in this knowing like, guess what? We can sell toys. We can right. sell sex appeal. We can sell your fan favorite character well that's something here. i did notice in this film of course being in like in in the new age of you know Movies. being being conscious and aware of things like that yeah. the, in the 90s when you had the films they were like put them in the skimpiest least outfit, least possible. outfit possible uh, didn't really do that here even the new game like mk11 i noticed that the female characters they're in much more like combat appropriate apparel yeah. and even in the movie they weren't in like no. very revealing outfits but if this would have been a i don't want to say like a wrong company but like just anybody else been like oh we're making a mortal Kombat film it would have been like oh hey here's sonya blade she's fighting like this next scene we're gonna put her in some daisy dukes and a fucking tank top and then you're gonna watch her put up someone in a figure four and then put them in a right. triangle choke exactly and it's like oh you're doing this for Thigh on, like thigh action. Here we go. And you could, but yeah, you didn't have to worry about that here. I did notice that. I I took special notice in the fact that like they didn't emphasize the sexuality of the female characters. Because and I think that that is definitely yeah, that's definitely a sign of the times. Because in the nineties, it was a sign of the times to still be like put them in something revealing. And we've completely come around to where we're like, don't focus on that. You will catch shit for it. Yep. There's not a lot more else that we can say. There's not. We I gave feel like you a lot of the one-liners. We told you a lot of things that happened. It's... I would definitely say watch the movie. Oh, yeah. Because it's... Uh, even if you if you have HBO Max, you have no reason not to watch it. It's free for you for, what, the first 45 days that it's out? Right. Watch it. There's well, no reason not to. I... I will admit that the original films from the 90s were not fantastic. No. They still hold a nostalgic place in my, in heart. my heart. Yeah. The as a matter of fact, I just went back and rewatched them. Dude, the ending like the last fight scene with Liu Kang and it's Shao literally Kahn, to set up the sequel. It's terrible. Like it is the beginning of like CGI like that. Yep. I mean, look, you have CGI like Star Wars in this in 1974, which was great. But for some reason, in this like real cinematic like CGI world in the early 90s, you had the film like at the end of the movie they pull out their um, animalities. Yeah, and they're both dragons. Oh, my it looks fucking horrible. Awful. Watch the CG in the first movie, and then go compare it to the CG in Annihilation. My favorite part about Mortal Kombat Annihilation is they showed it to a test audience. I just learned this. Showed it to a test audience. Test audience was like, that was fucking awesome. New Line Cinema goes, 
fucking cut it. There we go, baby. Movie's done. Team goes, we're not even halfway done with the CGI. Who fucking cares? Dude, in the second movie, Go for it. when Jax is like punching that big monster thing, it looks terrible. Yeah. It all looks and it's so bad. Because the CG's not done. But because they didn't finish it, because New Line went, fuck it. Yeah, Test audience loved enough. it. Yeah. Why won't everybody else? Well, I mean, in comparison to what you had at the time, like I said, there look, it's not a great anyone could look at it and be like, this is really bad. Also, are we gonna talk about baby arm jacks? Oh, yeah, we need to. Because he looked like he had Bro. fucking paper clips. Dude, it atta- looks so bad. And I thought one of the worst things was and like... And I love how that was his Akana. His Akana. Like, was I thought that was robotic terrible. robotic arms getting bigger. Well, it did, I hated how... Yeah, like, I really thought they would, like... I thought someone was going to introduce an upgrade to him. Yeah. But the fact that his Arcana was just <laughs> metal growing just, out. like I'm more, Colossus, but only on my arms. Well, that really, like, it put into perspective that Arcana could be anything. And where instead of, like, a spirituality thing, yep. it literally can just be a physical fucking yep. anomaly of, like, cut, like arms growing. And also, it was really, it was, I thought it was so fucking dumb. Keep in mind that the way you're chosen for Mortal Kombat... Is by is you are born with a fucking birthmark <laughs> of or, a dragon. Yeah, but it's because it's passed down through your lineage. Right. Or and then like it's just branded on you and it's like I have this sick ass burn that's a birthmark. Bro, that's a fucking dragon logo. Nah dog, it's just a birthmark. Yeah, and like how he, he tried to predicate that it was a birthmark. Like even for even for Cole to think in the beginning, he was like, Yeah, it's a birthmark. It's Literally, Literally that is like a, a whole symbol. It's a whole symbol. <laughs> I would be and concerning my whole life, like, what the fuck does this dragon like, why mean? Was I born with this? I but obviously then, was branded as a child. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> who the fuck does this to a baby? And how did it grow with me? Right. But it's it's one of those fucking hilarious things. And then like you have to beat someone else to get it. And then my favorite thing is Sonya gets it because she basically makes Kano tap. Right. Or I guess beat him, whatever it was, right. killed him. I don't, they're all coming back. Again, all people are like, this is back. stupid, this is stupid. You're right. It is it's terribly stupid. stupid. But it's also a video game movie, movie. based and on the fact that different fun. realms fight for it's the like longevity of the existence of their realm. realm. And so it and like you have to completely like suspend all belief on every yeah. level. And it is dumb, but it is it And I will say it's a fun this. ride. I still cannot tell you to this day if I think Birds of Prey is a good movie or a bad movie. Still haven't watched it. But I had fun. Did you? And that's what I'll tell you about Mortal Kombat. Is it a good movie? I will give you a definite, it's not the best thing it's ever, not great. that you're ever going to watch. But damn it, did I have fun but the whole when time when I, I want to watch it. a Mortal Kombat movie... I will probably go to this one again yeah, I'll, before I'll watch going again. back to the originals because well, no, it's not a great film, but, but it's visually, newer. it was a fun fucking yeah. ride. And I love the Machinima series, but it's one of those things that like I only got two seasons of that. Should have got a third, but you know we didn't get to the tournament because they were like, we're gonna make a movie, and the guy that directed this is now directing the movie, and it's yep. like, can he have his season three first so we can have our fucking tournament and then he can have a movie? But that's Before not what we get into our closing segments, uh, we're gonna wrap the end of this uh, of this review up. Since talking about sequels, yeah. um, what are your hopes for characters introduced in the next film? So, I I want to see Reptile in an actual ninja outfit. I wanted. I literally have on here. 
Reptile in a ninja outfit. I love that we had <laughs> Reptile, but why was he not in a fucking ninja? If yeah. you're if if you were trying to make it more realistic, but you didn't make the rest of the movie more realistic, <laughs> then why didn't you just put him in yeah, a goddamn it's like, Well, they could have shown outfit. him like that, and then him not die, and then him being the ninja outfit later, and they'd be like, who the fuck is that guy? And then he transforms again, they're like, oh, oh it's the fucking guy we yeah. fought. You could have done something um, with it. I want to see more of the ninjas. I'm Like I said, that's my favorite thing about Mortal Kombat. Um, I like the fact that we got Sub-Zero, and he took the shoulder pads off yeah. to make him... Uh, what do they call him? Noob? Yeah. Oob. Noob. Noob Sabian? Noob Sabian. Um, I, I love that little nod. That was super awesome. Um, I want to see more Scorpion. Yeah. Um, I really hope I that that's want not the, the end of Scorpion. Yeah. I kind of want better ninja designs next time. But yeah. if they don't, at least make all the other ninjas look like that. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, you know, whole... The whole plot for movie two so far is Johnny Cage. He's yeah. supposed to be the main character. Cole's yeah. not. Um, so I'd be happy to see Johnny Cage, which means we probably won't get Kano in the next movie because they'll be like, eh, Johnny's going to be the funny guy Too this much, time. Yeah. And then they'll bring Kano back as like the surprise um, when they get to the tournament. Um, other than that, I think I've seen, you know, I, just people like Shao Kahn and yeah, stuff which, like that. Which, like we said, he's not going to come until, like, the third, the third movie. They're going to hold on to that one. It's their Thanos, so that's what they're going to hold on to. My hopes are, of course, I feel a little cliche saying this, but he is one of my favorite characters. Um, I, I just I just bought the figure not too long ago. I always play as this character. I want to see a Baraka. Yeah. I want to see a good Baraka, not the one that was, like, depicted in as, like, just a species realm from the second movie where there was, like, yeah. three of them and Liu Kang just whips her ass really quick. Yeah. I want to see a good Baraka. I want to see the cyborgs, Cyrex and Sector. Those would be dope because I did like those in the in the Annihilation yeah. and all those. Those were fucking great. Um, and then I want to see, this isn't a new character to be introduced, but I would like to see Raiden actually fight. Yeah. All right, I want to see him actually get in action. Here's my Thunderwall! Right, yeah, and then that was it. And then uh, this one may not be until later, but I I would like to see Aaron Black. Okay. Um, Aaron Black being the fact that, like, uh, Shang Tsung was like, I will give you, if you can kill the other ninjas, I will give you, like, I'll teach you how to live for a thousand more years. And yeah. Everything. He's this old fucking Western gunslinger. It would be dope. Um, but going back to Johnny Cage... Uh, you said who 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 did you say that so, there was in talks? Well, I, not that it's in talks, but the fact that who the Miz, WWE's The Miz, Mike Mizanin, would like to play Johnny Cage in the second movie because he already does his choreography for the video game, and I, there's a part of me that thinks he's the voice in the video game, but he was like, oh, there wasn't a Johnny Cage. Hey, WB. What's up? And it showed him in like the Johnny Cage outfit and like doing the stuff. And I was like, you know, that's dope. I'm not like, I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan of The Miz. I love his work. I think he's a great in ring performer. I think that he's a fantastic actor. He's a great athlete. Holy shit, do I not know if he would be able to merge onto screen 
in that um, kind of a movie. But maybe this would. is the point that he could. But you gave me somebody. You know who would be great on screen and who has already mentioned he wants to play? <laughs> Fucking Ryan Reynolds, dude. Ryan Reynolds wants to play Johnny Cage so bad, and I would be willing to give half of my paychecks for the year to see it fucking happen. Yeah. So my favorite thing is the budget for this movie was $55 million. Mm -hmm. Not a big budget for this movie. You would have to pay Ryan Reynolds more money than that to be in the fucking movie. I think that... Like, The Miz, you can get. Like, just match his WWE contract. He's there, baby. But to give Ryan Reynolds his due, he is all about giving the audience exactly what they want. And I feel like if they were like, okay, we'll let you have Johnny Cage, but we need to fit it into the budget... I feel like he would fucking have, he would take any amount just to give yeah. everyone what they want. He wants to do it for himself too. Yeah, and you know well, it's just it's like, like him uh, playing Pikachu and him playing Deadpool. It's like he went out of his way to do that exactly because he wanted to do that. exactly. So I think that would be good. Well, those are our, those are our takes on the uh, the characters for the next film. So in the socials, you know, follow up and let us know what your hopes are for some of the next films. You look, you can't give the whole roster because they've got four more films to do. So you yeah. just got to filter in what's coming so, next. So here's my question for you though do you want an mk2 oh yeah absolutely okay i want a four five and six (laughs) (laughs) shoot to the moon baby let's go to mortal kombat 12 yeah make it look i want (laughs) look i just i don't care how i don't care about the exact quality of the story and everything else just keep giving me keep giving me the same thing you like it's so contradictory. copy paste this movie again i'll watch it again it's yeah we're literally sitting there saying like it's not a good film but we want more of it yeah like, oh yeah i'm gonna watch I, more give me more of it it's, i keep playing mortal Kombat games even though they're the same fucking thing over and over game. you just keep giving me a few different skins and it's, the dlc characters it's like is the first judge dread movie Look, any good can we have no but it's the, not great but goddamn, do I love watching it. By the that's end, this movie. By the end of the series, can we have Spawn, Terminator, Jason <laughs> all Voorhees, characters all in. the DLC characters? Like, Please, WB. Make it happen. Yeah. So on to uh, one of our last segments of the show is going to be Goofs. All of those continuity uh, yes. things, those goofs. Um, what so, did, what did you say that you found? Man, this film did not. So, yeah, the goof segment is going to be something that I will pull up every week, and uh, and I love I love watching those background things. I love finding the little continuity things, the little mess ups. Um, I love finding things like that and paying attention because aside from just watching the subtitles the entire film, yeah, I will go and watch everything that's going on in the background uh-huh. besides what's actually going on. I used to this do that. Movie all didn't have a whole lot of them. It only had two that I really caught, and the two goofs that I found um, were in the first fight when Hanzo and Bihan are fighting. Bihan slams Hanzo's head onto that rock, and blood goes everywhere. Yeah, there's but no blood. In the next scene, when he picks his head up, all the blood's gone. Oh, so, son of a bitch! Yeah, so watch that again and again, try to catch that. And the only the only other one that I caught was uh, in the final fight. Sub Zero, uh, he opens his mask to reveal um, that there's you know blood and 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 on his mouth and his nose. And then by the time he takes the mask off again, it's gone. Like there's no blood. Well, and so Sub Zero did that, or not Sub Zero, but Scorpion did that. Well, no, 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 no. Sub Zero does that whenever he got like at the end. But yeah, yeah Scorpion. Um, 
he fucking pulled his mask down to do the whole skull thing. Yeah. It was dope. And then it was fixed because it made it look like it was infecting him and he couldn't do yeah. it again. Then he does it and it's gone. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a thing because I think at this point they're both just undead ninjas. Yeah. And so it's like, ha, huh, hilarious. It's yeah, gone. It goes on and goes but, on. Well, I mean, know. that's kind of like in the game how they can do those, not the fatalities, but like those bone breakers and like yeah. they can literally stab you through the fucking head and then you're still fighting. Yeah. You know? Um, so on to... So I want to do. Let's do this real quick before we get to you. I know you're happy and you want to get to it. The Easter eggs. No, that's what I want to talk oh, about. Okay, Easter cool. Eggs. Easter eggs. Hey, you uh, want to hear a secret? All of the fucking statues, the name drops, everything. This movie was full of them. Full of it from. The posters in the background to, like you said earlier, with the the code to use the move on the wall, yep. like this the the statue of Shao Kahn and all these other people, like it was fucking awesome to see it. All. And that's what I want in a Mortal Kombat film in, yeah. in this year. I want to see the amalgamation of all the fucking games and everything that's so cheesy. I want all those Easter eggs. Just them. So, Fights. Give me your like, list. Crack, crack. Exactly. Even down to the yeah, the, everyone announcing like their own fatality and yeah. Kano wins. And like that's dope. So give me your Easter eggs, man. Um. So I think my favorite one, of course, were the statues. All the statues hidden in the movie. But they're not hidden. They're showing them to you square up. Well, you've got Nightwolf yeah. in the book clipping. So like in in the in the when they're talking about like Mortal Kombat and how how. Uh, Sonya has discovered all this stuff in yeah. his research. You see the Nightwolf thing. That's okay. Dope. Okay. So you I see, did not see. You that didn't one. see that? No. Oh, it's on the like when she's got all the shit posted yeah. up on the wall, um, like a like a Charlie Kelly fucking yeah. You know, lead this to this. <laughs> yeah. There was a so there was a Nightwolf clipping, and then also in that same scene there was the um, the Kotokan picture. Okay, yeah. So like Kotokan wasn't uh, introduced until. Uh, MK10, so you know, more Combat X, but I thought he was a really great character. Oh, I yeah. really liked Kotokan in that game, and then of course he was reintroduced in MK11. And there was a picture right after that Nightwolf scene. There's like a little on the wall. It's like a like a bus statue of Kotokan, oh, okay. and I was like, when that motherfucker comes into play, that's gonna be a big deal. Hell so yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think like I said, the statues were the ones that like I noticed the most, just because they're right there for you to see. Right. But it's like, fuck, I wish we could have got some of these people. In the movie, in the but movie? well, maybe just, you will. Yeah, you never know. There's still four um, more films. I one of the other things, like I said, the little Easter eggs, and they're not. It's just little things they put in the movie, but them like some of the mannerisms they would do with mm-hmm. like dances or like the fight stances. It's exactly how their animation would be in the game. And so it's like okay, like we're we're paying some detail, and you they sacrificed a lot of realistic to put to in put those things to in. put those things in. And that makes me happy. Yeah. Because I don't want to see a motherfucker. You're not. You're not bicycle kicking someone going. Yeah, 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 right. In real life, like it's not happening. But for me to see that happen in the game, it's cool. and just the attention to detail, it's awesome. So when you add even more little Easter eggs of like them fighting, or like just like the little things they do, their sways and everything, it's like, damn it. That was good. Like, I'll give that to you. Well, you know, you did mention going back to uh, Jax and. Uh, is it Rico 
fighting. Yeah. And so that's one of the one of the one of the things is one of the levels from the earlier games is the pit, you know, yeah. where you knock them off, knock them on the spikes. A very familiar uh, returning level yeah. in some of the earlier games. And that's actually where the they had that fight was in the pit. Um, so that that was really cool. Um, combat being spelled wrong Cole actually announces it during that Sonya Blade research talk thing he points to the picture and he's like well, well combat is spelled wrong and uh, that was a cool little note too the game was originally in 92 going to be spelled Mortal Kombat with a C but they were having problems getting that license because they they like whether there was a depiction of whether there would be bigger things in the like in the future that were named yeah. that or whether there were at the time they couldn't get the licensing for it so um ed boone and john tobias actually brought it up and was like john tobias introduced it to ed boone and said well what if we just change it to a k and they can get the licensing quicker and it was more aesthetically pleasing so they actually changed it from the c to the k, k. and that's Hell how yeah. you get the mortal Kombat. and so for him to say that in the game was like or in the movie was like well it's spelled wrong that was a cool little easter egg um the the post fights things were great. Like we said, that everyone yeah, kind of announcing Kano, Kano wins. wins. There's little shit like that that like you wouldn't say that for yeah. any reason. But the fact that they know that they're badass fighters and that they yeah. win and like uh, it was wonderful. My favorite fatality was uh, Kung Lao doing the the hat, you know, and, Ugh, and it's just, it was great. Like just so that was dope. Natara and then he's just like fatality. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, it was uh, really good. Um, Jax says that Cole dethroned the previous champion, Eddie Tobias, which was actually a combination of the creator's names, Ed Boon and John Tobias. Tobias. So that was a cool little note to the creators. Everybody's oh, yeah. very familiar with Ed Boon. Yeah. Um, you know, at NetherRealm creator and everything. And, uh, you know, we pay a lot of homage to that guy because without him, we wouldn't have, have this. any of yeah. this. Um, of course, we already said we wish Reptile had his ninja suit. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll do that eventually. Um, in the background of the temple, when they when Raiden brings them to the temple and they arrive, yeah. Um, if you look in the back, you can see a blue fan. So that's Kitana. Oh, uh, yeah. hilarious! Like, so she'll okay. be in at some point because that was a cool little nod. But why did he have like her her fan there? You know, is like um, had they already defeated her? Is she going to come in later and retrieve that? Um, also, if you're familiar with the Elder God Shinnok. He kind of is the elder god of like uh, other world or no the nether realm, um, so his amulet was on the wall also. Oh, okay. So in the background, um, and then of course Liu Kang's. This is the this is the the pit where you'll test your might. Yeah, test and so your that might. again going into just dun, little dun, phrases, dun, 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 um, and then the last dun, dun, one was that uh, Bo Rai Cho was referenced by Liu Kang mm -hmm. is who he said who trained them and that's the the drunken fist master Hell from yeah. some of the mid you know the mid section games from like MK what seven eight nine okay and you had the drunken fist he was a lot of fun to play um, he wasn't a big character in yeah. the lore but as far as like them referencing that that's where you know they, they Kung learn. Lao and stuff were trained I thought that that was really cool so yeah. that's my list of Easter eggs that I caught and uh, you know if you had any other ones that we didn't catch put them in the comment section uh, of the oh, show yeah. so with that being said it is almost time for us to wrap up i'm gonna throw it over to anthony completely all right yeah thank you man this is the 90 seconds segment and so in the 90 seconds we will take 90 seconds or less to describe a 90s film 
and we're gonna do it as openly as possible and then you tell us what you think. The year is 1993. Two brothers of a rather dirty career base set off on an adventure to a parallel universe ruled by a ruthless president to save a royal damsel. These Brooklyn, New York brothers must best modern trench coat wearing dinosaurs and a blonde haired lizard tongue villain with a little help from a good natured guitarist turned dinosaur and rely on brotherly love to save the delicate flower of a damsel. Can these two pipe-fitting handymen overcome the otherworldly aggressors and overthrow the evil, tyrannous president to save the maiden of repetitive capture before it's too late? Find out in this non-stop, side-splitting summer blockbuster starring everyone's favorite pest, the notorious Toontown private detective, and the leader of the smokers in a world covered in water, this is no game. And that's our 90s segment segment. So if you uh, if you have any inkling to what that movie may be, go ahead and throw it in the comment section. Hit us up. Let us know. And uh, get recognition for being the first to call it out if you can figure out what that movie title from the 90s is. All right. So to leave you guys on, I want to tell you that Mortal. we already said it once. Mortal Kombat 2021's budget was $55 million. As of this weekend, it made $22 million is what we saw. That's not counting the WB HBO Max deal. So what is that going to take into equivalent? We don't know. Let's get real. It's still got. It's just only. It's only been in on HBO Max for a week. A week. So it still has another about thirty days or so left on HBO Max for free. People are still going to go watch this in theaters. Has it opened in China yet? Has it opened in these places? We don't know. I like. I haven't. I probably should have done this research for all of you. <laughs> we should have. But it's like. It's let's get real. It's getting a sequel. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's at least down. going to get one more. Um, like I said, I welcome it. I want more ninjas because I feel like that's what you promised me in this one. I didn't get it. Uh, I give it a thumbs up. Go watch it. Whether you're, I would definitely say stream it. If you want to go out and pay money to watch it, you know, you do you. You go out to a movie theater, have some fun with some friends, and watch it. It's definitely a good blockbuster. It's going to yeah. be good for the visuals and go see in theaters. And that's what I had a buddy. He looked at me afterwards. He goes, "Shit." I bet you those fatalities look dope on a movie screen. I was like, they fucking they did. Look great. We haven't discussed what movie we should do for episode two yet. Do you have one? You ever? I, have a suggestion? So I didn't really have too much things, but I've really been wanting to rewatch the thing. The so 80. have I, dude. Okay, I can't fucking so. believe you said that. So have I. I've literally so. been thinking like, I want to watch the thing, but I haven't found a good time. So yeah. let's just do that. Okay. Yeah. John like, and I'm talking. Yeah. John Carpenter, like the the 80s. Yeah. Thing. Not the remake. Not we the, will watch well, that one. Well, technically, this is a remake from the 50s one. Oh yeah, the the yeah. thing that came from outer from space. space. Yeah. And so you know we're gonna watch. In chronological order, the second movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or however it goes. You know, if you're a thing theorist out there, tell me where this fucking fits. No. I know that the, seek, the remake that people quote-unquote, it's a prequel to this one, and then this one is supposed to be a prequel to the original one. Right. So it's a, it just keeps well, going. Well, I told you, I've been on a huge uh, Dead Space kick. So, oh, yeah. this so is that'll actually, actually it, keep going That keeps it. going into it. That's another so, reason I've been wanting to watch the thing. And so that was going to be my suggestion. So since you were like, holy shit, we're doing that. So right. episode two will be for John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, the 80s version. I can't tell you the exact year right now. You know what? I can. I 1984. I'm calling it now. You're calling it? 1984? 
Yeah, let's see right now. The right before we leave. Thing. 1982. God damn 82. it, I was close. So, yeah, so John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982. I am a absolute John Carpenter nut. The Fog is literally one of my favorite fucking movies, and I can't wait to talk about the original Fog on here. I do not hate the, the remake. I can't wait to talk and about... I can't wait to talk about... Halloween, yeah, absolute. It's massive still Halloween masterpiece till this day. Going into a horror direction for episode two. With that being said, if you are a fan of the show, reach out to us on social through whatever channels you need to. If you want to be a part of the show, let us know how you want to be a part of the show. If you have a segment recommendation, let us know. Uh, you want to have us talk about a certain movie and you just want to hear our thoughts on it? Send us some recommendations and we'll pick it and choose and talk about it. But until then. It has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys about Mortal Kombat 2021. Once again, was it the best movie I've ever seen? Absolutely not. But, damn it, did it hit all the right spots that You I should see it. it Definitely watch it. Until then, keep being semi-social and go watch something with some of your best semi-social friends. Go watch the movies. Peace. Thanks, guys. That was dope. I know, right? This production is brought to you by Vapor Valley Noise Cult.